Your footsteps is God's destiny. These are words that King David wrote in the book of Psalms. Mehashem mitzade gever kainanu. That God decides man's footsteps. Just a couple days ago, in the book known as Hayom Yom, which is a book authored and written by Rabbi Menachem Mendelsherson, the Grand Chabad Rebbe, for the third day of the Hebrew month, he writes as follows. In believing in divine providence, we do understand and appreciate that God decides man's footsteps. That a person can wait many years until he fulfills the mission of why God put him on this world. A soul came down from heaven, even for hundreds of years, was waited for this particular person to accomplish a specific mission. And this is the belief in divine providence, that nothing in our life happens by chance, by coincidence, by accident, but it's all rather by design. It's rather comforting to know that we weren't just randomly picked and put in this world just to be born and to go through life and to die. Rather, with the understanding and appreciation that every single one of us were handpicked by God Almighty, put in this world for a specific purpose and a specific reason. And where our feet take us, geographically, that is where God needs us to be and to accomplish what we need to accomplish. And if we look at our own personal life's journeys through the twists and turns, the peaks and valleys, both spiritually, geographically, emotionally, it's been quite a journey. But it's not a random journey. It's by purpose. There's a specific task that's waiting, that only you can accomplish it. And this is very important as we journey through life, to wake up in the morning and to appreciate that you are a partner with God in creation, that you have the ability to fulfill and complete God's mission on this world. The destiny that God had for this world, it is in your hands. You can make that happen. In order to do that, it's very important to keep your eye on the target. When I came here some 40 years ago, I met a very successful businessman, philanthropist. His name was Mr. Maury Steinman. May he rest in peace. I was about 20 years old at the time. And he looked at me and he said, I have seen many people come and go and leave. If you want to stay, 
the advice I give you is to keep your eyes on the target. And he explained to me that in life you need to have a target, an aim, a goal to aim at. When you focus and you stay focused on that target, you have a good chance of hitting it straight on. But if you become sidetracked and you look to your right, to your left, and you're going to try to shoot that target, you may miss it. And those words were most valuable to me as a young man starting out in a career and learning the importance of being able to keep my eyes on the target. And this was very meaningful and very insightful for me as a young 20 year old beginning a journey and a career to know to keep my eyes on the target. After 40 years, I can tell you, when I kept my eye on the target, I was rather successful. At time, I got sidetracked and I lost my vision, my focus on the target. And that was detrimental in a very, very deep way. And I keep on reflecting on that, the target. What is the target? The target is that God put us on this world to make this world a better place. To make this world a better place, we have to first make ourselves in a better place. We need to create our home environment to be in a better place. We need to make sure our mind and our mindset is in a good place. When we have accomplished all that, and then we can reflect and saying, okay, where does life take me to accomplish what God wanted me to accomplish? Rabbi Jonathan Sachs of Blessed Memory, Chief Rabbi of England, wrote about an interesting human nature. That at times you could show a person a white piece of paper with a black dot in the middle, the nature, human nature was, we're going to focus on the black dot in the middle. Why not recognize the beautiful, clear white that surrounds the black? Why is it the black spot in the middle of the page that grabs our attention? It's just a small black spot. But the rest of the page is beautifully white. Shouldn't that be our natural reaction? This is the journey of life. God has given us two inspirations that battles for our attention all day long. You have the negative inclination and the positive inclination. The positive inclination tells you, focus on the white. Wow, look how beautiful the paper is. The negative inclination gets you off target and shows you only the dark dot that's in the middle. Isn't this so true with people that we have met and encountered with? Whether people that are close and near to us or others, 
we seem to focus on the black spot of their life. But we seem to neglect to realize that in their whole life, it's only a black spot. But look at the rest of the life. It's all beautiful white. When we are able to put our perspective into another human being and really appreciate the human being as a whole and not to focus in on the dark spot that's on them, then we can connect in a very spiritual and a very emotional and in a very true matter with each other. Because this is humanity. And this is the journey of humanity. It's all about vision and it's all about focus. And it's so important to be able to keep the eye on the target of where we want to go through with our life. To wake up every morning and have your target refocused that at the end of this day, you're going to find a way to lift people's spirits up. You're going to find a way to look past people's blemishes. You're going to find a way to smile and to be cheerful and to be proud that you are God's emissary to move your footsteps where God needs you to do to be able to help another person. A person can live 70, 80 years with the one purpose of doing a kindness to another person. Focus, being cognizant, being aware of your present, and being aware of where our future needs to go, is being alive. If you remember in history, General Moshe Dayan, a, an accomplished general who uh, helped redeem the old city of Jerusalem, and there's so much to focus on his accomplishments. But there's a little anecdote, which I believe is a true story, that Mr. Moshe Dayan, as well known, he has a patch on his eye. Um, he was driving on the Israeli freeway on the highway, and he was rather speeding. And Israeli... Um, Patrol, highway patrol pulled him over and saw Moshe Dayan and says, General Moshe Dayan, I can't believe it's you behind the wheel speeding like this. I, you must realize how dangerous it is to speed so fast. And you know the speed limit here, you far exceeded it. So Moshe Dayan looks at him and said, Officer, you're right. But don't you realize I only have one eye? I have a choice. Do you want me to look at my speedometer or do you want me to keep my eye on the road? This cute anecdote, whether it happened or not, is an important lesson in life. Where should we focus? Where do we need to focus? Are we going to focus how fast we're pacing through life? Or do we keep our eye, our, our eye on the target? We keep it on the road that we need to go to make sure that we're traveling safely to get where we need to get. I want to share with you, apropos to this verse of King David, 
that Hashem decides man's footsteps. Let me take you back to early 2019. A gentleman, his first name is Oscar, calls me up that he's thinking of moving to our neighborhood, Rancho Bernardo, Poway, San Diego. And he wants to come and visit our community. And we exchange phone calls back and forth several times. He finally came and we met and he decided that he's going to move to our community. And I looked at him and I quoted King David. It is truly one of my favorite sayings that I live by so much. And I told him, you know, Oscar, King David wrote that God decides man's footsteps. Now, if you are moving from La Jolla to Rancho Bernardo to be part of our synagogue, you may think that this is your choice that you are making. But lest you know that there's something greater than just your choice, there's an inspiration that God is inspiring you to make this move. Because King David said, when a person moves geographically from one place to another place, God decides man's footsteps. And I said, Oscar, you may find out one day why you're making this move, or you may not. And that's okay too. When we have faith in God, we know that ultimately everything is with divine providence. That there is a reason why you need to move from La Jolla to Rancho Bernardo. The moving trucks arrive, he moves his family, they come, they join our congregation, and Oscar always enjoyed sitting in the front of the sanctuary, closer to the ark, and uh, him and I would always exchange pleasantries as we saw each other, and as I give my sermons, he would be listening to my sermons up close in front. And this was routinely every Saturday, whenever holidays that Oscar and his family came. Comes April 27, 2019. The last day of Passover. For no real reason... Oscar decided to sit in the last row of the synagogue instead of sitting in the front where he usually sits. He is now sitting in the last row of the sanctuary, which is parallel to the entry door to the sanctuary from the lobby. At about 11 o'clock, Oscar is sitting in the last row when all of a sudden he hears the bursts of gunshots. This was that terrible moment that I was standing in the lobby talking to Mrs. Laurie Gilbert Kay, may her soul rest in peace, when a terrorist entered the lobby with an AR-15 and shot dead Mrs. Laurie Kay. And then he turned his gun on me to shoot me with four bullets 
He shot both index fingers, but yet I survived. As I turned around to bring the children to safety who were playing right behind me. After I brought the children to successfully to safety, I came back up instinctively in the line of fire to see what else can I do to save, who else can I save. When I arrived back up to the lobby, I went into the sanctuary and it was dreadfully quiet, silent. My heart was beating, worried of a massacre that I was so dreading to discover, only to find out that there was nobody in the sanctuary. There were no victims and no massacre. With a sigh of relief, I ran outside to look and to find where people were sheltering in place, only to be told that the shooter, the terrorist, has fled the synagogue. Eventually, he surrendered about two miles down the road. And then I inquired, how did the shooter surrender? What happened? And it was reported to me that when I ran to grab the children to safety, when the second round of four shots came out to kill me, Oscar, who was an army veteran who served in Iraq, I believe, he instinctively jumped out of his place and he ran towards the shooter who was shooting into the sanctuary some more rounds. He ran towards the lobby as he was sitting in the last row of the, of the sanctuary. And as he ran into the lobby, he shouted out on top of his lungs as loud as he could to the shooter, get out of here, I will kill you. And he had no arms with him, other his heart, his soul, and his voice. The 19-year-old terrorist was stunned by the sound, by the shouting that he fumbled and he couldn't change the next cartridge to reload. He just grabbed his stuff and left, got into his car to escape. It was Oscar's amazing heroic bravery that startled the shooter that he didn't reload, that he was able to leave and not hurt anyone else. I now realized and understood the verse that King David wrote, God decides man's footsteps. There's a reason why Oscar and his family had to move to our synagogue. There's a reason why Oscar moved from the front of the synagogue to the back of the synagogue for no reason at all other than God needed to be there so that he can rush the shooter out before he could do any more harm to others. This is the definition of God decides man's footsteps. So this is a lesson that I have learned. 
ever since the shooting where my life was spared and the, and the rest of the community, with the exception of Mrs. Lori Gilbert Kay, may her soul rest in peace. My scars are the two missing fingers. But the lessons I have learned is how to be grateful every day and how to recognize and realize that God's direction of my footsteps and he has taken me to some very interesting places since the shooting. I was in the White House. I was in Auschwitz. I was at the United Nations. I was in Brazil. Traveled the United States. And other places. And I have surrendered knowing that this is all part of the plan. So you too is on a mission from God. You too were chosen and handpicked by God. Follow the footsteps. Keep your eyes on the target. When you see someone, don't focus on the dark spot. Focus on the white all around it. And be proud and fortunate and grateful that God picked you to be his partner so that we can accomplish and make this world a better place. God bless you. God loves you.